Welcome back to Biblio Banter for another bookstore interview. Um, I'm Lexi, and I'm here with Adam, of course. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and we are here today with Jen, the manager of Coriander's Children's Bookshop. Hello, Jen. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for sitting down with us. So we just have a couple of questions uh, for the listeners. We want them to get to know the store before coming to the store, and then a couple holiday-specific questions. Um, but first, just tell us the origin story. How did Coriander start or anything you can speak to on that? How did it grow? When did it open? That sort of thing. Sure. So we are excited to be in our third Christmas season. We opened September 28th of 2021 and the store was built knee deep during the years and months of COVID. We were oh. very lucky to have an incredible team um, and we are proud to be here still, open and, and part of the community. The store was put together by family members of mine, um, my sister and her husband, his brother and his wife, and their mom, who always had a passion for children's literacy and mm -hmm. dreamed of having a children's bookstore. And here we are sitting here today. I was in schools for almost 25 years in roles of teacher to principal to assistant head of school. Oh, wow and then was asked to come on over and, and see about being a bookstore manager. That's and it was awesome. something that really hit. That's awesome. That's really cool, yeah. And that's great. You're no stranger to being a manager then, if, especially if you can manage a classroom, let alone be a principal. Very fair point. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. At least you have experience. <laughs> and, what a, and what a children's bookstore. This is unlike, Coriander's is unlike any children's bookstore I've ever walked yeah. into. And, the, and I love, like, no hate to any other children's bookstores that I have been to, but... This is by far my favorite, and it's so magical every time I it, walk it, in. It kind of feels, like, I've got this feel, like, I walked in, and I'm looking, I see the little spiral staircase of books in the middle of the, on the pillar and everything, and it kind of reminds me of, like, walking into the old-style toy stores that they had in the, um, uh, old uh, movies and things like that so you know it very much gives me like a harry potter vibe <laughs> um like especially the outdoor seating i've actually never been here when, when the outdoor seating was open unfortunately but i love looking outside because it, it gives me such an Eng like an england vibe it's so gorgeous like the little statues everywhere there's just i'm I'm a Libra, so I love things. I love beautiful things. And you guys just have tons of it. You have so many itty-bitty, like, knickknacks and just things that I'm obsessed with. I mm -hmm. spend way too much money here for someone who doesn't... Like, I don't have kids in my life. I don't have, like... You know, I don't have any little kids. No, neither family. do Yeah, I don't either. I have imaginary grandchildren, I've decided. And <laughs> yeah. there's a shelf at home that's getting quite full uh, with, with new books that, that are exciting to have. So. Perfect. So a uh, question that just popped up. Um, so was the cafe a part of, always a part of the original? So when you opened in 2021, the cafe has always been a part of that then? It has. It has always been a part of it. Um, awesome. It's cafe okay. memes. So after the owners kind of grandmother name that the kids oh. gave her when they were little and it's a great place for kids and adults we you know talk of it as a, sort of a sweet treats cafe mm -hmm. so coffee to ice cream and the ice cream you'd be shocked at how much ice cream we even sell in the winter time lots wow. of hot cocoa and marshmallows and, and just cocoa. the fun oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so do we <laughs> we might have to get some before we go maybe yeah <laughs> i'm just shocked that the ice cream does well in the winter but honestly I eat ice cream all year round, right. so why wouldn't children? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I love that, and I love the cafe too. And I know you guys have um, 
So getting into one of the questions I have, so what, we've already kind of touched on this, but what genre or niche is the bookstore's primary focus? So children's. Certainly children's, um, you know, really from birth to, you know, what we call birth to young adult. So that, that present that a parent perhaps buys or a grandparent, someone going to a baby shower, right up to, you know, the teens and tweens and that are coming in to pick young adult books out. And then the grown-ups. So the grown-ups, we do carry grown-up books in the cafe, and but that is not, you know, our focus. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of grown-ups that also love young adults. So that genre is I'm definitely <laughs> taken off. Um, we have an area upstairs, Dangerous Adventures, that my brother-in-law curated. That's amazing uh-huh. with, um, you know, the, the Hobbit and Lord of, um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> thank you. And um, Game of Thrones was getting those two combi- combined. But you know, it's just a special place for really everyone to be able to feel comfortable. And I think that's important for us that, you know, the point of a bookstore is that you are hoping to engage people in reading mm-hmm. and just that finding a love of, of books and literacy. And, you know, sometimes that takes a while for a child. And I, you know, had that experience in school. So just really connecting them to something. And I would always say to a parent who said, oh, I don't know if I love graphic novels. I said, but are they reading the graphic novel? Are these are something oh, that's connecting oh, that hundred yeah, percent right <laughs> that picture to that language, and and that's where they are. So meet them there. Yes, and exactly. then you'll see what happens next. So I know yeah. we're on the graphic novel committee actually for oh, the, yeah. for the okay. public library. So oh, we that's cool. love graphic novels, and I have parents all the time that are trying to get their kids away from graphic novels because they want them to read chapter books. But I'm like. It's still literacy. It They're still engaging in mm, reading, and that's absolutely. all that matters. That's, that's what matters. I'm, that's all that matters. I'm, I'm a firm believer in graphic novels and everything like that. Like, those, like I, I literally did like my thesis on how alternative forms of literature, things like I, I even did for um, uh, my master program was even things like video games as authorless literature, yeah. where, literature yeah. where they. they a Final Fantasy, like an old Final Fantasy, is just a book that has graphics. Right, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And and you're reading like there's cap, there's closed captionings. You're reading there's mm-hmm. a story that you're immersed in. Oh, absolutely, it's totally literacy. Right. So I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. So Don't get me wrong. Right. There are some things. I mean, everybody who was in, who was a kid in the '90s remembers this guy R. Sick, where it was like, mm, that's a translation error. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that, that'll get better. And that'll happen right in lots of different places. Yes. Um, so. And I've been, and I'm, I'm an adult, of course, and I, I, as I said, I don't have children in my life, but I, I've come here for baby showers and, and mm-hmm. just for fun because I love it here um, and an excuse to go to the cafe. But I do feel comfortable, like going back to what you were saying, like you want everybody to feel comfortable. I'm not somebody who has like kids in my life really. And even the baby shower I shop for is not someone I get to see very often. So right. it's not... But I didn't walk in feeling nervous or unsure, and I asked the staff questions like, ah, what's the best, like, should I get them an indestructible book, a board book, like, what's the best first baby book, I don't know. And the staff was so helpful and knowledgeable, and I ended up buying a few books for myself, <laughs> for myself, and then for my, if I end up having children, I, like you said, I have imaginary, grand, not even grandchildren, I have imaginary children, because I have a whole bookshelf at home now full of just beautiful children's books because pe- they keep recommending great stuff to me and it's like how can I not spend money to keep this forever? That's it. <laughs> it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is for all listeners at home. This is a com- like you will feel comfortable. You'll walk in feeling comfortable. There's absolutely it's very cozy. Yeah, nothing off-putting about Coriander's. Um, and I have to touch on your story time room. 
Um, so how often can you talk about story time a little bit? How Absolutely. often does that happen? So we have story time every Thursday morning. It's about 20 minutes, starts at 1030. And it's a great introduction for littles. You know, we kind of start at one and up. Um, where they're working on sitting and listening and being connected to the book, having it, you know, be a bit interactive. And then about 20 minutes is when they are kind mm. of done. And it's time to, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I've worked in the children's library. I know what that's <laughs> like. Yeah, about 20 minutes, like, all right, it's time for the craft because you get to get that's a tipping point. Yeah. <laughs> so we love that. Um, right now, we always take a break between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, the first grand visitor is the day after Thanksgiving where Santa and Mrs. Claus take over the theater and um, oh. greet hundreds of lots of children that come through our doors to oh. you know again feel very comfortable I have to say um, you know they did a wonderful job um, last year and this year and we are excited actually we'll have them back one quick time in December for a story time Santa wrote a book very proud of him oh yay <laughs> so excited Santa wrote a book but the other times our theater is very busy with authors mm-hmm. so we really oh, like to highlight local authors um, and find that you know a lot of their um, ability to connect with the public and to sell their books is really through having a story time so I give them each an hour and a lot of time for them to read their book and then offer book signing, answer questions. Um, we'll have some kids sometimes, especially those middle grade books. How did you become an author? What did that look like? And, and mm. we're hopeful that maybe one day, because of their time here, yeah. they become an author too. That's fantastic. And that's just right in the story time. Right in the things. story time theater. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. I, I got to ask just because it's also perfectly set up for it. Do you ever do like poetry slams there or anything? You know, we don't, but that's one that I would be interested in doing. <laughs> you know, we don't, it's, um, it, I think it would be a perfect fit mm-hmm. for in that space. It, you know, we do use Eventbrite as a sign up. So I do oh, have registration for story time and then the authors. Santa's just a come, come as you are. But, um, that would be a fun. The stage is perfect for it. Because you could, you could, you could do, you could do like obviously like an after hours adult 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 poetry slam, or you could also have the kids poet like the kids would have 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 people who work on like similar to like the Shel Silverstein poems, like you know the the, the, the goofy ha ha. These are these are uh, these are silly limericks and things like banned, that. Banned poetry because <laughs> Shel Silverstein was banned. Like his books were. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, figured that out at the library conference I went to this year and I'm like for what I loved him as kid but anyway right the band book list is there there are a lot of things you ask that same question it's (laughs) um but we actually and we have a group of teens that come to the Ewald branch for a poetry slam they use our program room um, that's awesome and they absolutely I mean and they have fun but um and it's just the high schoolers, the, the creative writing group from the high, from the high schools. So that's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really cool. Just, I'm a writer, so I love seeing that. But um, our last few questions are: Well, one, does your business have a holiday tradition? It sounds like you do, because you have Santa. And Mrs. Santa Claus. and Mrs. Claus, I would say for sure, is our holiday tradition. Um, you know, and then I think. What we enjoy, too, as a staff of booksellers is just turning the store into some place even more mad. Magical is always the word, I have to say, Lexi. When you mentioned it at the beginning, probably the number one when, when you describe Coriander's. We'll be trying to kind of amp it up a little more for the mm-hmm. holiday season and um, with Santa and Mrs. Claus. And then, um, you know, lots of different opportunities for people to come in and shop. And, you know, we've had a lot of repeat 
visitors, especially around this time of year when families are in town mm -hmm. that may be oh. reconnecting. Um, they live in Chicago or they're in New York and then they come to visit their parents. They grew up here. A lot of families who are now seeing for a third year oh. come back and say, you know, we, and, and they're, they are not children's book shoppers necessarily, right. but they may have folks in their life that they want to shop for and they do find this a nice place to be. So. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. I didn't realize you guys had only been open for three years. So I thought for some reason it was like 10. I don't know. I know. No. And I, uh, it feels, it feels firmly established in oh, here. For like, sure. For sure. And I love that you guys are in the park because there's a lot of young families here. Like, this is perfect. There are so many young families. Um, we, you know, we host the defer first day of school, kind of a coffee break after they do drop off. And oh. I love watching new families connect. So that, you know, opportunity for them to walk down after they've dropped off their child for the first mm -hmm. day of school. Gosh. And then you kind of watch those with kids in third, fourth grade, sort of those veterans bringing in their new <laughs> kindergarten parent. And, but there are so many young families in the park and it's a wonderful place for them to be able to walk to, which That's is nice. That's great. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, are there any other holiday like deals, events, or programs coming up that you'd like to share with us? Sure. Or, or yeah. specific holiday gifts, anything like that? We have a lot of holiday books. Um, I will say shop soon. The, the cutoff from our shipping department is, is about a week and a half away um, where they guarantee that we'll get books in time for Christmas. But we have a lot of wonderful new books this year for the holidays, um, along with many traditional books that you you know, all had on your bookshelves. Um, and then we have sales every week. So this past weekend, we did uh, a sale on everything in a box, which was kind of fun. So oh. we kind of walked around to see, what's a, a box? Yeah, what here? counts as a box? <laughs> so I mean, clearly box sets of books. Very simple. Mm -hmm. Well, the markers, they're in a box. And the elf on the shelf, he lives in a box. And, oh. you know, so we just had a lot of fun with that That's this cool. weekend. I love that. Yeah, it was a good one. So that. trying to come up with sort of, a, you know, more creative mm -hmm. ways of doing sales through the holidays. But every week there will be sales as we move through and some raffles that we'll have. Um, we're going to have a fourth wing and iron flame. Yes. <laughs> First copies with the, the edges and all. So oh we'll do that as a raffle and then some for the younger kids. And just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love those ones. That's fantastic. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, do you have uh, another thing? Do you guys offer gift cards and things like that? Which, because I always think of you, because sometimes it's like, well, I'm not sure what like my nephew is actually reading right now. Because sometimes, like, I was entirely sure he was reading one thing one year, and then all of a sudden, like, no, I stopped reading that. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Here's, here's the 12 other books that I bought. <laughs> this is a good point. Yeah, and it, I think it's oh, so hard, especially that middle grades to young adult, you have a very mm -hmm. advanced reader. And so they're, you know, reading above what perhaps the grandparent may think, you know, where they are. And that's great, and you do want to find a good fit for the book. Um, and also, of course, the content, that it's still a nice match for that age. So the gift card is the perfect gift mm. because I, I have to tell you, we are, um, we have a very, very <laughs> traditional um, card paper book uh, gift card. Oh. So it is something that the kids can hold. So it's not the credit card sort of sized okay. one that goes in a pocket. So Cute. what we love to see and happens all the time is that the child walks in and they're 
holding it in their hands in front of their chest so that we can see they have it because they are so excited to shop with their own money uh-huh. and make their own choices. You know, mm. guided often by a parent or a grandparent or perhaps us to help them, mm. but the gift card is the win. Um, we also offer free wrapping for all items purchased oh, at Coriander. Nice. So, you know, perhaps that giant uh, giraffe may get put in a bag, but, you know, <laughs> other than that, we're wrapping with, you know, wrapping paper and, and actually our theater has become a wrapping room, which is I saw a lot yeah. of fun um, <laughs> and wildly busy on, on the weekends and, and, you know, Christmas music is playing and we're all having a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've hit that we've hit that threshold where I'm like, okay, yeah, Christmas music can come on. It's time. Yeah, <laughs> I I am very firmly like, the turkey isn't even out of the oven yet. <laughs> I I feel as soon as December hits, it's Christmas. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Christmas month, That's and it moves, fast. Oh, 100%. it moves fast. Oh, It moves fast. So I mean, it's fun to yeah. celebrate. Yep, as much as possible. Okay, well, my last question, and I'm, I've been most excited to ask Coriander's this question because I think mm-hmm. it's fun. Um, what is your favorite holiday book right now that you would recommend to readers coming in here? Oh, man. Or, I, ho- or like, any holiday gift that you have. I am such a traditionalist. I mean, The Night Before Christmas to me is... It's classic. It's so <laughs> classic. We found a copy of it last season, or may have been the very end of our first Christmas season. It's $9.95. It is huge. It's hardcover. You cannot touch anything like that in the book world right now. The art is gorgeous. It's a beautiful book. And if it's not on your shelf, it needs to be Mm -hmm. because it just is such a treasured moment that people remember. Mm -hmm. We do have people who are still to this day coming in the store and looking at books, getting teary-eyed, remembering moments with parents that are past or grandparents that are gone. And and knowing what that meant to them, they're instilling those traditions in their own homes or giving it to someone with a note to say, you know, this is something that that you may want to put, you know, in your Christmas tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, We have some, you know, some new books. They're flying, I have to say, the new um, pigeon book with (laughs) pigeon on the sleigh. We have a couple copies left, but just getting word that it's not on reprint that we're going to have access to before Christmas. So that things pigeon. are moving fast. That pigeon. He has a hold on the children. <laughs> Anything you do with pigeon, he's he's good. Yeah. Mo knows what he's doing. Mo Willem's books are, are they, they, they go off the shelves for a reason. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so many gift items. Um, you know, again, we have lots of arts and crafts and um, journals. Kids love to journal. But but yeah. books are alive, you know. I, mm-hmm. I do still think there are people think I don't know how are books are going to make it. They're going to make it because they're always gonna people make it. love to read. Yep. Readers are readers, and they're readers for a reason because their their life is enriched by, you know, these classics and these brand new books. Mm-hmm. I mean, New Public Tuesdays slammed. I mean, our, our front case is packed every week. Mm-hmm. So books aren't going anywhere. No. I agree. I completely agree. I mean, I've, I we, like we, we we get that all the time in libraries. Like, I've I've been hearing since I've worked in libraries since two thousand one. I've been hearing like, oh yeah, the, the internet libraries are going away. That type of thing. And it's just like libraries are actually used more now than ever. Yeah, than ever. and I always I've learned to say because when I was in, in, I'm more of a recent graduate from. Um, getting my master's in library science. And a lot of people don't even realize you need a master's. I was yeah. going to say, I bet you both have master's in library um, science. Yep. yep. Okay. And, and nobody ever really, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to tell people about that experience. But I, I always just reply, stories and storytelling are eternal. 
it will always be around and it will always be relevant. Mm-hmm. I, I like it's a perfect I, way of putting it. I, there's just no other way to, to say it. And mm-hmm. so many people are like, well, technology's taking over. And it's like, yeah, and we adapt. Like, yeah. we, have, we have reading apps Absolutely. where you can read books for free. We, but there's people like me who prefer to hold a physical book and we're always going to be around. I don't care what you say. We're mm. always going to be around. So. Yeah, they're always like, oh, the, re- the research is just online. It's like, yeah, but you need somebody who actually knows how to like, like okay, this is... This is an actual source. Billy's first <laughs> GeoCities website, which why is that still a thing? Shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. um, is not a source. Right. <laughs> we're relevant. We're gonna. We're here to stay. So yeah. Can't get rid of us. And so are we. Yeah. So team, go team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. This is great been a delight. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I don't have any other further questions. Do you have? No, not really. I mean, this store is just gorgeous. I'm yeah, gonna we're gonna explore. Take, take a little moment to explore some more afterwards after I get the mics put away. And everything. Yep. I'm gonna get some. Good. We'll get you some coffee. coffee. Oh yeah, I need coffee. I need some cocoa. That's oh, then we'll get you hot cocoa. Absolutely, with marshmallows. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, thank you. That's all we have for you today, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of Biblio Banter. Yeah, thank you, everybody. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>